Hey everybody, welcome back to an all new episode of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. This week, I'm going to do things a little differently. Um, last week was mostly an updates episode, and, uh, you know, it was a little boring. So I want to do something fun. Uh, this week, it's another solo episode. You know, my guests just don't have the time. It's just too busy. These people are so busy. The people, they're out there working hard. They're out there scraping for the dollars. You know, a accent is he trying to go for here? Hey, I don't know, but I'm walking here. Hey, and uh, you know, your your guy, Mr. Jordan Prince. You know, he's um he's got a busy schedule too, and sometimes them schedules between the busy guests and busy host, they just don't uh just don't match up. You know, so you gotta get with a picture. You gotta relax. You gotta get your sh together. Okay, so this week is a funny episode. Something a little different. Something a little out of the ordinary. Yes, for those just tuning into this show for the first time, well, you're in for a doozy because normally <laughs> this show is interviewing creatives who live abroad. And if you're looking for something insightful and something meaningful, something more in the genre of society and culture, then this might not be the episode for you. This is what we would call an in-betweener. And uh, last week was a lot of updates and stuff. This week's going to be fun, Okay. I want to entertain. So what we're going to do is look at some pretty weird and strange news stories uh, from around the globe. And uh, what better way to kick things off? <laughs> uh, oh, well, first I would say uh, maybe by the time this comes out, you will have already seen some. Today I do plan to go to the last day of Oktoberfest. It's crazy how fast that went through. I really wanted to um, go a few more times. I only really got to go one time. I went like for, you know, an hour or two, one evening, and it wasn't even really like the legitimate Oktoberfest. It was just the, um, the what they call the Oidevisen, like the old one, which is nice. Actually, it's great to be there, but it's just, um, I like to have both experiences of, of the, the real uh, crazy actual giant tent portion of Oktoberfest, and then also the... Um, you know, the Oidavisen is also calmer and, and nicer and, and more traditional. So you can see both sides of the of the festival. It's really fun. It's a cool, cool place. And uh, today I'm going to go for a couple of hours and uh, make some content there before it's all gone. Um, yeah. So moving on, this episode, strange news, funny stories. Let's kick things off with some animal content because why not? Let's see what this is. Um... Ooh, okay. <laughs> Wally, the emotional support alligator, went to see the Phillies. And then he went viral. Uh, I'm looking at a picture here of a, a guy whose uh, definition, if you were to put him into a book that describes people, this man, whose definition would be Florida guy. Uh, he's got a Marine veteran's camouflage hat. Um, he's got a shirt with his own emotional support alligator on it that says the world famous wally emotional support alligator which i mean by the way cool shirt and i want it he's got an arm tattoo looks like marine style tattoo uh some good old classic jeans and some clarks um and he's oh and uh, did i forget to mention that he's walking an alligator 
down the sidewalk. Um, Joey, Joey, I guess Joey Henney and his emotional support alligator, Wally, were denied entry. Thank God they were denied entry to a Phillies game at Citizens Bank Park on Wednesday. Um, I don't know. When was this? Oh, no. This was this Wednesday. This was just... <laughs> this was just like last week. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, let's see here. So... They're saying, oh, so there's the there's a conspiracy here. So uh, the story is an emotional support alligator walks into a ballpark and is asked to leave. He's a six foot long, 55 pound alligator wearing a harness and a leash. And his human companion outside of Citizens Bank Park uh, da, 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 was just Joey Guy. Um, but they say it's not the whole truth, says Joey Henney. Uh, I'm going to do his voice. We, we weren't there to go to a ball game. We were there to meet the players. How is that better, Joey? How is that better, my friend? We were not, we weren't there to go to a ball game. He's 70? Did not expect that. I mean, I thought he was like 58, 59. So good for him. We were there to meet the players. Was We were, we were there to meet the players was what we went there for. And I was invited. I didn't just show up. I mean, God forbid you just show up with a six foot long alligator <laughs> what do you guys think he is you think he's crazy why would you ever ex why would you suspect that this florida man with a marine corps camouflage hat denim jeans clarks and oh a six foot long alligator on a leash you think he would just show up to a ball game god <laughs> use your common sense people okay use your common sense he's invited he was a guest of honor. He's VIP, all right? You should roll out the red swampy carpet for this man because he's meant to be there. And you guys, you're embarrassing yourselves. You have no idea who this guy is. To understand the backstory, you need to know, as Wally's myriad of local admirers and online fans do, just how beloved his eight-year-old alligator is already. Wally has more than 114,000 followers on TikTok, another 27K on Instagram, sorry, sniffly, and he's gone viral before, including for joyfully splashing around in the fountain at Philadelphia's famous Love Park last summer. Let's see, that's a little link there. Let's see what that where that brings us. CBS News Philadelphia. Let's see what they if it has a clip here. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Hold on. Is that loading is it just a still frame? My God. Oh it is just photos. Oh no. Wait a second here. Is it loading it? Oh, it is. Oh, my goodness. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We got to hear this. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, are those people alive? The people that say that Wally the Wall the Wally Gator likes to be pet and hugged, are they alive? Is was that letter that said that alligators love to be um, hugged and petted? Was that written by alligators? 
Um, let's see here. He's posed for photos at City Hall with the mayor of York. The mayor of York? And visited seniors at a local retirement home. And he was a visual reference for Alligator Loki in the hit Disney Plus show Loki. How? What? Okay. Oh, so the owner says he's actually world famous. Oh, uh, if you have to tell us, it probably isn't true. Um, he says he's world. He's actually world famous, you know, and which is how he scored uh, an invite to meet the Phillies. Wally only goes where he's invited. As Henny explained it, one of Wally's fans who visits him regularly from New Jersey is also a big Phillies fan and happens to be friendly with some of the players and their wives. And their wives. And their wives. Oh, uh, you mind if I borrow your six-foot-long alligator? I'm a little friendly with some of the professional baseball players' wives. <laughs> oh, they like the alligator. I'm, there's not a meeting without the alligator. Okay, yeah. Oh, we can go see some of these players. But first, we got to see some of their wives. And buddy... You're bringing the alligator. What? After hearing her rave reviews... <laughs> After hearing her rave reviews, the team invited Henny and Wally to Philadelphia, which is about two hours away from where they live in Harrisburg. Henny said they were there not to watch the game, but to meet the players. But by the time they got to the stadium, the players were already preparing for the game. Oh no, was the alligator taking too long to get its shoes on? Was the alligator taking too long slaughtering a rabbit in the grass? Was the alligator taking too long living in a swamp from the eyeballs down? Is that why you missed your chance? Since they were already there, his friend figured she'd buy them tickets to watch, but she didn't ask about the rules for emotional support animals. Why is this allowed to be an emotional support animal? Does nobody remember the story of the lady who had the pet chimpanzee and back in like 2001 or something like that, he ripped her face off. Does nobody remember that? Does nobody remember the chimpanzee? I forgot his name. It's the whole reason that that, that Jordan Peele movie, uh, uh, Nope, has this, the TV scene, the old flashback of the kid on the TV show with the chimpanzee who slaughters all these people with its bare hands. Chimpanzees can do that. You know what? Alligators can do that too. I mean, I see there's like a there's like a um, like an adver advertisement for an another article right here next to this one that's like, a Texas woman raised an alligator as a pet for 20 years. Now it's been seized. I'm gonna guess why. Here, look at this one. I'm gonna guess why. Why has this alligator uh, that she's had as, as a pet for 20 years been seized? Let me see. What did it attack? What did it attack? Um, so it was returned to a zoo at nearly eight feet long. Good God. Uh, let's see. It's not clear whether the large reptile came when it was called. The gator was compliant with her, and as she had raised it since since a hatchling. Da -da -da, I observed the alligator. Da -da -da -da. This reminds me of an episode of Atlanta, by the way. If you've never seen the show Atlanta, there's an amazing, amazing episode where somehow Donald Glover's character gets caught up in a house with, I think it's Cat Williams. Cat, no, Cat, yeah, Cat. What is it? Not Cat Stevens. Is it Cat? What's the comedian? Is it Cat Williams? 
yeah, Cat Williams is um, like a crazy person in this house, and he has a pet alligator. It's wild. Um, so Texas law forbids anyone from possessing live alligators. Well, I do wonder why. <laughs> why would they ever forbid idiots from having pet alligators? Um, at least they, you know, at least they condone having pet alligators, you know. Um, ever since that chimpanzee ripped the lady's face off, by the way, horrible story, gruesome images, she basically was... She had to look, she had to have her face replaced. And it looked like a mannequin with like a straw for a mouth. I mean, it's just morbid. Morbid story. Uh, and this looks like it could just happen again. Like you just shouldn't. Why are people in the South doing this? To, you know, maybe it's not people just from the South. That's not fair to say. Why do people in general think, you know what we should have? How about we have a pet lion? in our yard. It's okay. I've had it since it was a little cub. It's going to listen to me. Takes the neck out of the body and puts it somewhere else. You know what we should have? We should have a, we should have a pet, we should have a pet chimpanzee. What's the problem? You know, they're, they're just like humans. They have, they're, they're conscious. They're self-aware. They can listen. They can communicate. Uh, we can share the same foods. It's fun. I've had it since it was a little, it's a little baby, little monkey in a diaper. That's right. We have photos of the ba- monkey in a diaper. It's so cute. Let's have it over. It'd be so fun to be like a party trick. Oh my God. It's ripping Jennifer in half. That's right. It's a thousand pounds and it's quadrupled the strength of a, of a normal human it's over. And if this alligator for one second thinks that your wiggly toe in the night because of your restless leg syndrome is anything other than your wiggly toes, that leg is gone. It's just a snap and a tug and it's over. You ever heard of the death roll? When those when those African crocodiles grab those like uh, bison babies when they're drinking out of the ponds and they just grab them by the leg and they roll and they tumble and they roll and you just hear all those bones and ligaments snapping and crushing like you're taking Rice Krispie treats between the palms of your hands like just done powder dust over and guess what most of the time they drown and they die and that's how they survive and people are having them as pets it's ridiculous it's ridiculous so let's get back to Henny and the support, the emotional support alligator. Um, Joey, Joey Henny says, we were standing in line waiting. And they said, I can't take Wally because they only allow service animals. And I said, all right, I respect what your rules are. There was no arguing. There was nothing. Uh, the bank parks policy prohibits all animals other than guide dogs, service animals or service animals in training. NPR uh, reached out to the Phillies for comment. Henny emphasized that he wouldn't have shown up with Wally unannounced. I don't go anywhere. Wally's not invited. They do get invited to a lot of other places, like restaurants and malls, they say. Uh, He said that's been missing in a lot of the headlines about this week's outing and wishes people uh, wouldn't be so quick to criticize. That's fair. Okay, you know, they only go where they're invited. Do I think you should have an emotional support alligator? No. Am I going to try and take it away? No. Am I going to laugh when it rips your ankle out of the socket like a fat guy steps on a ping pong ball? Yes. Yes, I will laugh. And that will be your fault. But, you know, to each his own. I'm not going to take it away. Excuse me. 
uh, they th- uh, they think I'd just take him randomly to a ball game. I'm not even a baseball fan. I don't watch baseball. I don't go to games like that. He prefers the York Revolution, the minor league team, in part because they're fans of Wally. Surprise, surprise. And he noted many people at the stadium were happy to see Wally. They gave him a hugs and a kisses, which he says is not an unusual reception for the alligator. Well, he's not going to get one out of me. Um, uh, he wants to meet the Phillies. If they invite us, we'll go back. Uh, alligators don't typically make good emotional support animals. Uh, Wally attracts attention wherever he goes, and it's hard not to, seeing that he's the first reptile to be legally certified as an emotional support animal, according to Henny. It might be because he walks on a leash. By the way, did you forget that he's an alligator on a leash? Could be because of the red harness with his name on it. And it definitely has something to do with the fact that his mouth isn't taped shut. Because he doesn't bite, they say. And he says, I've been handling gators for 30 years. And I've never met a gator who will not bite you when you're close to their mouth. Okay, so you admit it then. All of the alligators will bite you if you are close to their mouth. All of them. All of them will do that. But here you carry an, an a leashed, unmouth-taped alligator to public places. Dude, it's over. This is the same thing with the chimpanzee lady. In fact, he compares Wally to a living weighted blanket who loves to be held and give hugs. He's especially partial to chin rubs. Dude, stop it. Dude, stop it. He's probably pushed Wally so far away from ex- being able to exist in a realm of natural environment that like, if he were to give Wally to a zoo or back into the wild, he would just die. That's the other thing, too, is like you're kind of messing up the natural order of things. Um, Let's see. Da, da, da. Okay, this story is basically over. Let's see. Let's see what the next one. There's a couple of good ones in here that I wanted to crack into for our episode today. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this. Right under, here's the headline. Wally, the emotional support alligator, went to see the Phillies. Then he went viral. Immediately under it. Immediately under it. Um, is it the same day? might even be the same day. Florida authorities killed an alligator that was seen with human remains in its mouth are you kidding me right now oh wally doesn't bite he loves hugs and he has a sizable social media following he made headlines again for being denied entry to a baseball stadium September 23rd, a 13-foot, 8.5-inch male alligator was humanely killed. 13-foot and 8.5-inch, so almost a 14-foot-long alligator, was killed and removed from the water after a local resident saw the reptile latching onto human remains in a Tampa Bay area canal. Not even worth clicking on that one. I got all the story I need on that. How beautifully perfect, like whoever organized this website, whoever's handling the current strange news section on NPR.org, congratulations to you. 
sir or madam. I am very impressed that you would put Wally the emotional support alligator went to see the Phillies, then he went viral. Right next to Florida authorities killed an alligator that was seen with human remains in its mouth. Bravo! Bravo! Oh, I just hit my funny bone. Okay. Here we go. Oh, that's interesting. This is how... Oh, God. Okay, let me open this up in a new tab. How European can can it get? The cascades of red wine flood a city streets in Portugal after huge tanks rupture. Cascades of red wine flood a city streets in Portugal after huge tanks rupture. This looks like... Uh, the picture looks very biblical, I have to say, except for this Nissan. <laughs> it's like 2005 Nissan uh, Altima or whatever that's like sitting in the road. But there's like two very, very old very old looking buildings cobblestone street some very european bushes that are just overgrown like dangling over this uh, concrete wall everything's beige it's always beige in europe there's nothing like i don't know why i feel like that's such a like oh we made these like sandy mud mud houses in the year you know 600 just, just leave them as is you know just chipped brick and no color, no life. And then, by the way, let's never have any gardeners or landscapers. Like, look, you know, I'm, I've, my whole personality or like my, my preference on having uh, like overgrown flowers in the yard has changed a lot over the past five or six years because I used to think it was very trashy to have such like thick overgrown grass. But now I kind of appreciate that a lot of the weeds that come through bloom these gorgeous flowers and it's natural and it's nice. And it also like, you see the bees like going nuts for it. And we need bees. Bees help pollinate things. They help our food grow. The bees are disappearing. It's a whole thing. So like I'm in support of all of that, but still every once in a while you go down the street somewhere in Europe, Germany, France, whatever, Portugal. And you just see like this, uh, this like ugly bush, just billowing, asking to die uh being squished between a brick wall and like some concrete slab that has like cigarette stains on it and you're like just trim the damn thing like what's happening here anyway all of that's happening and then also the street is what looks like three or four or five like inches deep and just flooding just just red wine is just flooding the street like you can see it splashing up against the wall it looks like in jumanji when the water comes down the staircase you know what i mean when they roll the dice and it's like oh water it's like well, how bad could it be and he's like too much will kill you uh there is much surplus red wine in portugal there oh there is so much surplus red wine in Portugal that it's flooding the streets. <laughs> That's one way of deciphering the incredible scene that unfolded in Sao Lorenzo. Sao Lorenzo? Oh, there's two. There's four words in this city's name. Sao Lorenzo do Bairro. Forgive me. A small town where millions of liters of wine, millions of liters of wine recently overwhelmed the roads. Wow. 2.2 million liters of wine Oh, wow, 581,000 gallons poured out of two burst tanks at the Destilaria La Vira on, uh, they're not Italian, on Sunday, according to local newspaper Something Something. A viral video from the scene shows a river of wine. It looks so biblical, it's crazy. Coursing down a hilly street, uh, sluicing over its curbs. The company issued a statement saying it profoundly laments the incident. <laughs> well, <laughs> I sure hope so profoundly laments the incident, pledging to bear the cost of the cleanup. 
the town with four words in it sits near Portugal's coast, roughly an hour's drive from the south of Porto. No one was hurt in the torrent of wine, <laughs> but you just imagine like seeing all the drunks and the like the bards coming out of the of the pubs like in the middle of the day and just get, taking an empty glass to the cobblestone, just dipping it down, flooding it, knocking it back, <laughs> or they just lay down lay down belly first on the street with their mouth open like a like a whale who's trying to catch krill, <laughs> just. Oh, it's really good. It's it's Merlot. (laughs) I hate having a stuffy nose. Uh, No one was hurt. (laughs) Local officials are now working to repair the damage, prevent the alcoholic liquid from affecting local farms. Large amount of wine was being stored at the distillery through the government's crisis distillation program, which aims to use incentive funds to remove a glut of wine from the market pipeline before this year's harvest. It was slated to be converted into into alcohol. Portugal has the world's highest wine consumption rate per capita, but these are difficult times for wine producers across Europe. Okay, now the story is changing into something political, much less interesting. Let's Move on. Let's see here. Ay ay ay. So sorry. That's so gross. Um. Oh, uh, here we go. This one's gonna be juicy. This one's gonna be juicy. Okay. This is from earlier in September. Coast Guard arrests a man trying to run a giant hamster wheel across the Atlantic. Try as he might, (laughs) Reza Balucci can't reach his destination without running afoul of the U.S. Coast Guard. Come on, guys. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. The key problem is his vessel, a giant floating hamster wheel made of buoys and wire self-propelled by him running inside. So funny. Balucci, who lives in Florida, Who could have seen this coming? Who could have seen this coming? I did, I did. Now, who could have seen this coming? Who could have seen this coming? I did, I did. Uh, He was taken in by the Coast Guard last week aboard his vessel following several days of back and forth with the authorities. Uh, You think they just left him in the cage and put one of those giant upside-down water bottles so that he could (laughs) quench his thirst and, like, just threw some big broken crackers in there? According to a criminal complaint filed in U.S. District Court of South Florida, the Coast Guard uh, Cutter Valiant came across... I guess that's like a big ship... Came across him and his homemade vessel about 70 nautical miles east of Tybee Island, Georgia, on August 26th, as the Coast Guard was preparing for Hurricane Franklin. He told officers his destination was London, more than 4,000 miles away. Bellucci was asked for the vehicle's registration. He said it was registered in Florida, but that he couldn't find the registration. (laughs) This guy, dude. You built like an enormous. It really. It looks. It's. It looks exactly like what it sounds like. It's a huge metal hamster wheel, uh, where the edges are just loaded with balloons, 
Um, and in between each balloon is just like a huge metal, uh, like a like a step on a ladder, so that when he runs, they like paddle. You know, they paddle through the water. Uh, so stupid. So extremely stupid. I mean, how is he? I mean, what? How does he? <laughs> I love that. And even still, like, such a Florida man to, like, be running a hamster wheel over the ocean expecting to travel, like, 4,000 miles gets caught by the Coast Guard. And they're like, do you have you, do you, I mean, is this a legal vessel? Do you have a registration for this thing that you've built and you're putting into international waters? And he's like, um, I lost it. <laughs> I just, I think it's, I mean, I read, dude, okay, trust me. I registered it. I registered it, but I couldn't find it, you know, so... My B. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> the Coast Guard assessed Bellucci's vessel known as Hydropod and determined he was conducting a manifestly unsafe voyage. Dude, nothing says like suicide on a public scale better than conducting a manifestly unsafe voyage. <laughs> so unsafe. Dude, I mean, has this guy never thought about like a rogue wave? You guys know about these, these rogue waves? These are the kind of things that you see in that movie, The Perfect Storm with George Clooney. Like these things will flip over Alaskan crab ships. They will flip over naval vessels. They will flip over, you know, three, you know, they'll ship, they'll flip over these enormous cruise ships, you know, the things that are like 15,000 times bigger than Titanic. Like a rogue wave can be like a 150 feet tall wave in a in a like a flash ocean oceanic storm i mean the mighty ocean don't play and imagine you're some dude in a hamster wheel and this rogue wave or god forbid a shark or a whale or something or lightning or heat or it breaks down imagine if it falls apart and you're stuck in the middle of the ocean and then you die dude there is no castaway there is no wilson there's just you on a on a a balloon on like a on a deflated balloon in a wire ring dying in the middle of the ocean and then comes a rogue wave and then you're just tumbling and then it pushes you down and then you smash into the last remaining coral reef destroy the ecosystem pierce your chest cavity and then a shark comes and takes your neck off you know what and then on top of that why don't they just throw wally the alligator down there because you know what it's just as safe it's just as safe manifestly unsafe voyage love it uh the officers approached him in a small boat and instructed him to join them they were ending his voyage due to it being unsafe Bellucci replied that he had a 12 inch knife and would attempt to kill himself if the officers attempted to remove him from his vessel the officers returned to, the, to their ship, the Cutter. <laughs> Funny that their ship is called the Cutter and he is threatening to kill himself with a knife. This just got juicy, guys. Whoa. Whoa. So they're on this... this okay, so the Coast Guard comes by, huge boat, approaches him on like a small one. He's like, yo, come out of this thing. Come with us. Like, we got to talk. This is illegal. Or like, do you have your registration? He's like, I forgot it. And they're like, get, just get in the boat, idiot. And then he pulls out this huge knife, like a 12-inch knife. Um... He's like, I'll kill myself if you make me leave, which is just like, what? What are you doing? We're, we're, like, we can still see the shore. Like, there's the coast of Florida. Just calm down. When the officers tried again over the next day or so, so I'm guessing he kept moving in it. That's so funny. Imagine an enormous, like, you know, billion-dollar Coast Guard cruise ship 
um, just following this tiny little hamster wheel in the middle of the ocean because a guy with a knife is like, if you come any closer, I'll kill myself. I'll just be like, well, just do it. You know, like you're going to die in there anyway if we don't stop you. Just get it over with and then we can sell the hamster wheel for scraps. Um, <laughs> this is funny. Okay, when the officers tried again over the next day or so to get him to join them on their small boat, he displayed two knives. Imagine every time they come back, he's got more and more and more knives. Uh, he threatened to hurt himself if officers boarded his vessel. Okay, so now, so he has a 12-inch knife. He's going to kill himself if they take him out. Now he's showing two knives, and he's going to, like, double kill himself. He threatened to blow himself up. With what? The officers saw him holding wires in his hand, and they believed him. So do it, man. Get it over with. The following day, a second Coast Guard cutter named Campbell. So now there's two Coast Guard ships following a little hamster wheel man who's like, I'll kill myself if you make me leave. It's like an eighth grader who has like higher stakes. They, he sent, they sent a small boat to him to deliver food and water and word that a hurricane was expected. He refused again to leave and told the officers that the bomb wasn't real. So here we go. I don't know why he decided to tell them that the bomb wasn't real now. On the 29th, um, so I guess it's the next day or so, Campbell once more, the, the, the Coast Guard sent once more another small boat, and this time, and oh, okay, they were able to safely remove him from his floating hamster wheel. <laughs> Bellucci was brought ashore in Miami. Okay, so he wasn't even like, he, wasn't, he really wasn't that far off the coast of Florida when they stopped him. Uh, he was released on a $250,000 bond. While his case is underway, he's barred from travel outside the Southern District of Florida and may not go to the ocean or board a vessel on the ocean. A special condition added to his bond agreement. So they're like, no, no, no. He really can't be in the water. Like, keep this freak show out of the water, okay? He threatened to have a bomb. He threatened to kill himself. He was brandishing knives. He's a guy who made a hamster wheel and wanted to go from Florida to London, Jesus. This was far from Bellucci's first encounter with the Coast Guard. Um, he has attempted voyages in a smaller, oh, in a similar homemade vessel in 2014, 2016, 2021, all of which resulted in USCG intervention. Bellucci is a man of big dreams and unorthodox methods. Not long after arriving in the U.S., he was profiled in the Times as he began a quest to run across the country Forrest Gump style. He reportedly finished the coast-to-coast -coast journey not once, but twice. Well, see, now that's reasonable. That's okay. That's cool. Why don't you just do that? He was also the focus of a short documentary on Vice, uh, where he tr attempted to travel from Boca Raton, Florida to Bermuda, a distance of more than a thousand miles by running inside his homemade floating bubble. In the video, he explains his motivation in using unusual means of travel. If you drive a boat, nobody cares. Bubble, nobody did it before. So he just wants to be, just wants to be different. Um, let's see, concerned, there's a man in a bubble that was lost and asking for directions to Bermuda. Can you imagine being on a boat and this guy comes like, a guy comes and like knocks on the hull of your ship, like, king, 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 excuse me. And you lean over like with a, in your captain's hat and your rain slicker, like, what the hell are you doing down there? I'm just, I'm looking for, I've, <laughs> which way to Bermuda? <laughs> like, What? <laughs> I just imagine this huge megalodon shark like coming from under him and just like, oh, over. Problem solved. 
Well, this guy seems like all he really wanted to do was make the news, which is exactly what he did. So good for him. Um, I cannot believe people are still searching for the Loch Ness Monster. Wow. Whoa, this is a big bear. Hank the Tank, the bear behind 21 home invasions, has been captured near Lake Tahoe. Whoa, that's a big bear. Whoa. Bear 64F. Hank the Tank is believed to be one of three animals who've broken into dozens of homes in South Lake Tahoe in the last year and helped themselves to messy meals, enchanting the internet. <laughs> the internet is pretty enchanting. Um, let's see. Oh, that's cool. It's just, oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's take a look at this one. Maybe one or two more. Sorry, so sniffly. Then we got to wrap it up. Uh, people are freaking out over a question mark seen in space. Scientists can explain. Wow, it looks like, I mean, sometimes these like um, close-up telescope zoom-in shots, like these pictures from the from the James Webb Space Telescope or whatever, just sometimes look like watercolor paintings. Like it just doesn't look like anything. Um... The James Webb Space Telescope recently captured a stunning new image of what scientists call a pair of actively forming stars. But I mean, for real though, it looks... I mean, I'm not saying anything. I'm not some flat earther psycho, but the picture looks bad. I mean, you can't tell what anything is. Everything's out of focus. It's so far away. Eagle-eyed viewers were quick to seize on an even tinier into some more intriguing detail at the very bottom of the frame, an orange formation in, in the unmistakable shape of a question mark, tail and all. It is... It is like a, uh, excuse me, it is like a definition question mark. I mean, it's the curve, there's a separation, and then there's the dot right under it. It looks perfect. Uh, the photo, which is actually a composite of a half dozen infrared images. Oh, that's why it looks so sketchy. Oh, wow. Oh, so, ah, uh, oh, wow. Okay, so the image I'm looking at here is like a mega, ultra, crazy zoom in. And the image that they took from the telescope, oh my God, it's unbelievable. The, the, the full picture, the whole thing with like these morphing stars and, and whoa, it's unbelievable. Okay, now I'm, now I'm intrigued. Now I'm like blown away. Man, space is just so, wow. I can't believe we have space and the ocean. How wild is it that we have space and ocean? Oh, God. The photo, which is actually a composite of a half dozen infrared images, went viral on social media sites like X, formerly known as Twitter, and Reddit after the European Space Agency, one of the three agencies behind the telescope, shared it last month, prompting, prompting the ES... Good Lord. Prompting the ESA to clarify weeks later that it's not a hoax. Uh, someone wrote on Reddit, the aliens know we found them, and now they're just messing with us. The photo shows a tightly bound pair of young stars. Just a tightly bound pair of young stars. Just much like Zendaya and Tom Holland. A tightly bound pair of young stars. Oh, oh yes. Uh, much like uh, Timothy Chalamet and Sidney Sweeney. A tightly bound pair 
of a young star. Oh, no. Like Army Hammer and Timothy Chalamet in Call Me By Your Name, a tightly bound pair of young stars. Known as Her Big Hero 46 slash 47. That's so romantic. Surrounded by a disc of gas and dust, much like being in any sort of small space with my brother, you will be surrounded by a disc of gas and dust dotted by distant galaxies and stars in the background. You know, one time I did a, um, with the whole family, I did a, uh, an escape room with my brother. He just ripped the most terribly vicious, disgusting farts proudly with honor and with joy and with glee and just i mean the, the wallpaper fell off i mean every, everyone was openly calling quit farting like stop farting this is so disgusting and he was just laughing and like the the, the pillowcases were staining you know what i mean we were like we can't we have to escape like there's poisonous gas in here uh esa says the herbig harrow 46 47 is important to study because it's only a few it's only a few thousand years old guys only a few thousand. And since stars take millions of years to form, its young age offers researchers a chance to observe how stars gather mass over time. It's not the only notable formation in the photo. I think we all enjoy finding familiar shapes in the sky. Exemplifies the human need for exploration and wonder. Looks uh, looks like a group or a chance alignment of two or three galaxies. Boring! Bad answer. They should have said it was aliens. Uh, let's see here. I think we have time for just about one mo. Oh, uh, here's a crazy story from this summer. While this loads up, let me get a sipperoni of this water here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so national news. American news here. Carly Russell says she lied about seeing a lost child and being abducted. Okay. Okay. Okay, Carly Russell, 25. Uh, let's see here. Carly Russell, the Alabama woman who went missing for two days after telling 911 that she found a stranded toddler, who sounds like a podcast waiting to happen, has admitted that she was not kidnapped and did not see a young child. That's so intense of a lie. Like, what an intense thing to have not done. Uh, like, and so specific. Um, in a statement given by Russell's attorney to the Hoover Police Department, the 25-year-old apologized for her actions, adding that no one else was involved in her disappearance. Um, we ask for your prayers for Carly as she addresses her issues and attempts to move forward, understanding that she made a mistake. She made a little oopsie. She made a little uh-oh in the matter, said Hoover's police chief, Nick Derzies. Derzies? 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 read from the statement at a press conference on Monday, back in July. Russell was initially expected to meet with the police earlier that day. Instead, her attorney, Emory Anthony, which is quite a name, Emory Anthony, um, she gave her or he, her, him, I don't know, gave the uh, department a written update. Uh, remains unclear why Russell fabricated a story of a stranded child. I mean, imagine like being in a position where you're like, 911, I see an abandoned child here in the forest. I'm going to go try and help him. I'm at so-and-so location. And then just disappearing for two days. I mean, I get it. Like, there's a thing 
that I can kind of understand about wanting to be off the grid, about wanting to disappear, float away, never come back, you know? One of those things, like I see those TikToks about people who live alone in cabins in Alaska and they make their own fires and they hunt their own fish and stuff. And that looks kind of nice in a way. Uh, imagine the people who don't put it on TikTok, how, um, how calm they must be. But um, I'm like, so I can kind of get the idea of maybe pretending like being, you know, being gone for a while, maybe trying to just avoid, uh, you know, if you're somebody who's like, I, I just don't, I don't have any other way to, to escape like my taxes or escaping my, I don't know, escaping some sort of drama. I don't know. Uh, but you know, there are much better ways to go about it. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I can almost forgive her for like disappearing, but make it, but making it up and making up this thing about a, a ch reporting a lost child. That's just so weird, like weird things to put together. It seems unnecessary. Why, why wouldn't she just disappear? You know what I mean? Like what? If she's avoiding paying a fee or like there's a bounty hunter on her head or she's got an abusive partner or like, you know, I'm trying to trying to show her some mercy. What if she's in trouble, right? And she needs to vanish. Okay. Well, there's ways to do that. You know, you get into a large hamster wheel and try and paddle across the Atlantic Ocean. There's always that. But if you're going to dip, you can also just dip. You don't have to... Um, make up a whole thing about an abandoned child that probably got some uh sad parents pretty excited for no reason uh let's see here uh no no criminal charges have yet been filed this is back in july so maybe there have been by now she went missing on july 13 after telling a 911 dispatcher that she found a toddler wandering on the side of an interstate and when officers arrived on the scene russell and the child were nowhere to be found but her car her wig she's african-american i must say so that's pretty common but it does sound funny in the context of someone who went missing. If this was if this was a white lady or if this was a guy or if this was just like anybody else except for Carly Russell, that would be so funny. Imagine if it's me. Jordan Prince went missing on July 13th after telling a 911 dispatcher that he found a toddler wandering on the side of an interstate, according to police. When officers arrived on scene, Prince and the child were nowhere to be found, but his car, his cell phone, and his wig we're on the road. <laughs> Russell's disappearance and the mysterious circumstances around it grabbed the country's attention before she returned home on July 15. At the time, she told detectives that she was kidnapped by a man who emerged from the trees near her car when she got out to check on the child. She described being blindfolded and taken to a house where she was forced to get undressed. The next day, Russell added she managed to escape and ran through the woods until she emerged near her house. Hmm. They knew it was a hoax since last week. Uh, let's see why two days before she went missing Russell searched online whether you have to pay for an Amber Alert oh not smart Carrie uh, Carrie Russell Carrie, Carrie Russell no Carly Russell Carrie Russell's an actress okay so you know if you're gonna go do spooky goopy dumb dumb stuff like this like pretending that to find a lost child and pretending to be kidnapped and making up an entire story that's very serious very very serious allegations um Maybe don't Google how to say that you're going to fake stuff for the police. You know what I mean? Clean up the old Google search engine, dum-dum. Uh, asked if you have to pay for an Amber Alert. I, I would never even think that. What? The, the day she was gone, Russell searched for a local bus tickets as well as the abduction-based action movie Taken. 
my god, dude. <laughs> the day she was gone, she searched for local bus tickets as well as the abduction-based action movie Taken. God, you know, I think it's time for me to get off the radar for a little bit. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to see how Liam Neeson does it. But doesn't Liam Neeson, in the, doesn't he rescue his daughter from bad guys? Yeah, I'm going to see how the bad guys did it. They all die. Don't they all die? They all brutally die at the hands of, of him saving his daughter from a from an underground Eastern European sex ring. Yeah, but they got her, you know, for a little while they had her. So I just want, I just want to have, you know, what did they do right? They didn't do anything right. A 70-year-old man came and knocked all of their teeth out collectively and shot them, shot their eyeballs out of their head with pistols. Uh, and he didn't get hurt at all. So, you know, they sucked. Why would you want to follow in their footsteps? Uh, the police chief said on Wednesday that investigators found other concerning searches. I bet they did. That shed light on Russell's state of mind prior to the disappearance. But the police were not releasing them out of respect for her privacy ding 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 yeah all right guys i think that's it for today very special weird goofy episode but i hope you had fun uh make sure if you enjoy artsy fartsy immigrants we're gonna have some um guests coming on again soon gonna go to oktoberfest today you might see some content by the time this comes out so uh godspeed and good luck um yeah some big updates uh, should be in store for next week. I'll let you guys know. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. Look, if you're here from the Instagram channel, if you're here uh, because you found it some other way, you know, like, sh share, subscribe, comment. You know, it really, it really helps the show find uh, new listeners like yourself, and it means a lot to me. So if you enjoy it, you know, it's a free show. Share it, comment it, subscribe. Uh, really helps. Really helps me a lot. So thank you so much, uh, artsy fartsy family. Have a wonderful week. I love you, and bye bye. Saints are coming through And it's all over now Baby Blue Artsy Farts Immigrants Ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Batscheider Produziert für M94.5